Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% it's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big Time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern talking youth baseball today with a young man I've known for a long time. Knew his dad. Mesmer High, his dad went to Mesmer. He's a Brook Academy guy. Don't hold that against him. Uh, Jake Kolosinski. Jake, it's good to see you, man. How you been? Uh, I've been really good. How, how have you been? Good. Welcome back, man. You worked here for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. I'm seeing some familiar faces. Jeff Orlowski. Yeah, that's uh, he's still here. I know that shocks you, but I know he's hanging on by tooth and nail, man. Yeah, he's looking good. He lost a little weight, too. Yeah. Wow, he looks really good. There you go. Hey, so... um. You've made a change in in your life a little bit. You you were at uh, you were the youth coordinator at Hitters Baseball, and uh, for for a long time, and uh, now you have moved on. And congratulations on on moving on to GRB um, Baseball. Uh, your time at Hitters was was great. You loved it. Yeah, I did. I was there a long time. Um, so I started as a player in when I was going into my freshman year of high school, and then I went to UW Parkside, and I just pretty much started as an instructor right away. And right when I graduated, I became the youth coordinator. So I have a lot of years, and I have a lot of really good things to say about people over there. And yeah, he does a great job. Yep. He, he just does. And, and this has given you an opportunity. Uh, you're now the director of operations for GRB Academy. You t- tell me a little bit about uh, what GRB is and what it stands for. So GRB is um, basically a recruiting organization for baseball. So it starts um, – we, we try to start at eight years old at our Milwaukee location. We actually are starting at a 10 this year. Okay. Um, so we went from three teams at our Lake Country location, and now we have um, eight of our own teams. So the the goal is when, when you're 10 years old, we want to make them a good middle school baseball player. And when they get to middle school, we want to make them a good high school baseball player. And when they, when they get to high school, we want to make them a college baseball player. So that's kind of the step process. Jake, what does it take for a kid at 10, if you're a parent, I've got a grandson who's eight and another one who is now seven. The seven-year-old seems to really like baseball. Eight-year-old, not as much. So if you're a grandparent or a parent and your your son or daughter, because you guys do softball as well, um, but we're going to talk mostly baseball today. If they, because I'm not going to ask you about softball, right? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, What do you have to see in a kid to say, okay, this GRB might be a place that I want to at least investigate to see if my son is if this is a good fit for him. So I think what you just said was the interest is really important. So um, there's other local teams around the area. Like, for example, you have like the Brookfield Bulldogs or Muskego Storm, sure. yep. which is a little less expensive. But um, 
what you get with us is you get the year-round training by hired coaches so you don't have parent coaches and there's limited parent involvement so if a kid wants to take it really seriously and like this is his thing right then i think this is like the kind of thing for him and look there's there's there is a place for anybody mm-hmm. if, if if you've never picked up a baseball glove and don't even know if you throw right-handed or left-handed there are rec teams and there are people that would welcome you because they they want numbers and want kids to fall in love with the game. I think everybody, and I found this out from doing this youth sports show, for the most part, I'd say 90%, not everybody, but 90% are doing what they do in the game of baseball, working with kids, because they want kids to fall in love with the sport that they fell in love with. Now, with that said, Jake, there's there's a lot of different, look, and again, I've known, I knew your dad, and <laughs> You know what? Your dad was as competitive as they come, yep. and he was really good. And it doesn't surprise me that I'm sure that he saw that in you a little bit and started to foster that part of of, of, of what you are and who you are and your love for the game of baseball. There are other kids that might not have that fire but just want to go out and play and hang out with their buddies. So there's a place for them. And then that middle tier, there are some travel teams, like you said, a little bit less expensive, most coaches are, are parents, and they're going to get a chance to play a little more baseball and play at a little bit higher level, and then you get to you guys. Yeah. So that's kind of, right, there's three different categories, though everybody who's working in each of those three categories, again, for the most part, are doing it for the same reason. They want kids to fall in love with baseball. Your idea, though, and what you guys are doing, is trying to, to take kids that want to be really good and help them try to get to that goal. Right, exactly. So... Um, yeah, one, they need enough talent to do it. And then two, they need to, to have the drive. So like, there's a lot of kids out there who have a lot of ability, but they'd rather go play Fortnite for four hours. If you know what Fortnite is, like, come on now, you know, yeah. oh yeah, you should yeah. see this thing. It's, it's crazy. Like you ask a kid about Fortnite and they say, oh they yeah, they all know about it. Yeah. It's like, I played five hours of Fortnite today. You know, that part of it, um, Jake on faith in the zone. And I tell this story a lot. I asked a football coach, uh, if kids have changed over the years. Fully expecting him to say yes, and he said, absolutely not. I said, really? He said, we've changed, you and me. And I said, okay. He said, look, I started out Division One college football coach, head coach at the age of 28. I was young, I was single, and I was cool. <laughs> he said, now 44, and I'm married and I have three kids. And all I would do is go to practice, go home and see my kids. He said, look, the kids, that what they're doing as freshmen, sophomores in college, same junk I did. I mean, now they're posting it, and they're, everybody's seeing it, Yeah, but we're, they're doing the same stuff, except for that stuff, except for Fortnite and how much time kids are spending. We didn't spend that kind of time playing Pac-Man. Some guys did. <laughs> but now, with this kind of stuff, kids are coming off the field and out of the park and off the playground to spend more time at home in the basement doing that stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's crazy how much that stuff has exploded and taken over. Some of these kids' lives, you know. You know what? You're still a young guy, not far removed from Parkside. A year? Uh yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah, now, yeah. So you're. It, it drives you nuts to see 14 year old kids that would prefer to stay home and play this, play video games, than come work with you to get get his swing down a little bit better, or to be able to get, to, you know, to get to get out of his catching stance and throw somebody throw from the ear and throw somebody <laughs> out. Right? I mean, it's got to drive you nuts. Yeah, it does a little bit. I mean, I was never a huge, like, video game person, so um, I didn't never really got that. But, like, I totally get, like, kids' uh, priorities when they're that young. I don't totally expect them to be, you know, 
a thousand percent locked into baseball? Like, there's other things you should do to like get your mind away from at it. At that times? age, were you a thousand percent locked in? Because you're a multi-sport athlete. I was, I was. Yeah, I played uh, football until college, basically, yep. and then I played a little bit of basketball too. Yeah, I watched you play. You need to get away from that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. Oh kidding. no, yeah, it was. I was a football player playing basketball. Yeah, you, that's for uh, sure. you followed out a few games, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, more than a few. You probably. were you were the guy that set good strong picks and boxed out like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> To ask you to step out and hit a jump shot? Yeah. Hey. I don't know. Probably probably not happening. That's okay. That's okay. There's somebody. Hey, I, I love guys like you. You know what? I've got five fouls. You're going to use all five of them. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you you were a multi-sport athlete up until college, but, but baseball was number one for you. Yep. And you knew that early on? Uh, I would say that was my passion early on. Like, I just fell in love with it from an early age. Do you think it's because you – did you catch at an early age? I did. Yeah, I caught since day one pretty much. You know, there's something different about you boys. You know that, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Sort of, yeah. I, I, no, there is in, in good and bad. I mean, you guys, they're a little crazy. Catchers can be a little crazy, and you know that. <laughs> but there's something about catchers that they – for some reason, they fall in love with the game a little bit more, and I think it's because they feel like they have control over the game. Yeah. You know, they're the only ones facing all these guys. They're the ones that can see their, the outfield, see the infield, and they're the ones, for the most part, unless their coach is making the calls, but controlling the game. And it seems like guys that, that fall in love with catching early. My brother's 65 years old. Yep. 65. He's, he grew up as a catcher. He came here in July, Jake, to celebrate his 65th birthday. Him and his wife, Patty, came in to celebrate with his family. Two weeks prior to coming, he emailed a bunch of teams in Milwaukee saying, hey, I'm coming in on this Saturday. Anybody looking for a catcher? Yeah. <laughs> he it's... played. Played 14 innings for the Mud Hens. Wow. Two games. And he caught 14 innings. He's 65. He threw out four guys. I said, you threw out four guys? He said, yeah. I said, I didn't think you could throw anybody out. He said, I didn't throw these guys. I could one-hop it and get these boys. Yeah. <laughs> but, he's, but he fell in love with it in Pony League and Little League Baseball. And that love has never left him. I have pictures. I went over there and watched a couple innings, and he's still the same love that he had and the passion, and I think it's because he caught. I really do. Yeah, I think like just like you said, like you're kind of locked into every every pitch. So especially when you get to college, you get a scouting report. So the whole the whole both games of each doubleheader in college are basically like a chess match to you. So it's not boring at all. Like you know, some people say baseball's boring. If you catch it's it's not even close to boring. Nothing so. boring. What do you need to see in a young kid that wants to be a good catcher? Um, I think toughness is the first thing. Um, I think physical things you can work on. But the biggest thing to me is when people block, like when kids block at a young age, if you shy away from that, there's it's hard to be a good catcher because you really you have to have the mentality to throw your face in front of it, basically. Right. So, yeah. Which, again, getting back to the – Catchers can be a little bit different, yeah. <laughs> you know. You had that early on, huh? I I think so. I'm not sure. You can ask my dad next time you see him. But uh, well, he was he was a tough guy. Yeah, your dad was. And, he's he's kind of soft now, but yeah, is he listening by any chance? He probably is. Yeah, he's not soft. <laughs> I, I don't I don't. You uh, maybe to you he is not to yeah. me. He's not. But no, he was, and he was really competitive, and he was really good. Which yeah, I liked watching him play. Because of that competitiveness. He, he didn't like losing much. No, that's not. Yeah, it's, that's pretty true. And he, I look, I remember having a conversation with him, and he said, look, if we get beat, we get beat. But if we cost the game, if we lose it ourselves, 
through mental errors or just not being in tune and not playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, that bothered him. Yeah. For, oh. It still bothers him when he coaches. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet it does. Hey, tell me, um, GRB, is, is it, what does that stand for? Greg Reinhard Baseball. And we're going to be joined by Greg for the next two segments. He's the founder of this academy, correct? Correct. And they have they they they're in Madison, right? So their main one is in Madison, um, and they've built that up for a little over ten years, um, and they've expanded um, towards Milwaukee now. And um, he hired me to run this branch and hopefully see it grow and give an opportunity to more kids. So you know, kinda... look, looking at uh, coaches and looking at some of the guys that work there. Another name jumped out at me. Yeah, Froworth. Yep. Man, another Messmer tie. Yeah, that's right. Man, Tyler Froworth, he's a pitching instructor with you? He is, yeah. He's kind of like, he's been basically my right-hand man so far. Um, he just got released in pro baseball. Uh, he got drafted by the Phillies about three years ago yep. and then got traded to the Marlins. Um, got released and played independent ball, and I got pretty lucky that I snagged him up at the time I did, and he's been our lead pitching instructor so far. You know far. him pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So he's... Uh, He's been like best friends with my brother like my whole life. Yeah. I actually, I used to beat both of them up a lot. So that was not so fun. much anymore. Uh yeah, once in a while. Yeah, once I don't know. <laughs> I think they they may say no, that's not happening yeah. <laughs> anymore. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to reach out to Greg, and we're going to talk to Greg Reinhardt about GRB Academy and what they're trying to accomplish. And I've got some questions. You sports show, we ask some uncomfortable questions, mm -hmm. and uh, we may do that with Greg a little bit. And uh, we'll get kind of the mission and what the soul of this company is. And that's on the other side. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the... Oh, no, maybe not. Welcome to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. People always wonder what we talk about during the break. Yeah, that was a good break. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, you think I got through to that thick head of Jeff's? I don't know. No, I don't I'm going to so. keep trying, though. I'm gonna, <laughs> You know why? Because it tells me in the good book to keep trying, and I will yep. continue to try. Hey, um, Youth Sports Show, we're talking youth baseball. We're talking GRB Academy with Jake Kolosinski. If you don't know Jake... Um, you've maybe heard him by the air. He's worked here for a long time. How long are you here for a while? I was probably here for about a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, hey, I know this, that some of the single girls in the sales department miss seeing you every day. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. And by the way, I got a text from your dad that you said he was soft. Yeah. He said, come get some. <laughs> you think I'm soft, boy? Come get some. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we are now joined by the founder. He is the founder of GRB Academy. Um, Greg Reinhardt. Hey, Greg, uh, it's nice to meet you. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Hey, Greg, can you give us your background a little bit um, on where you grew up and, and where you played baseball, and then we'll kind of get into how you started GRB Academy? Sure. Uh, I'm originally from Marinette, Wisconsin, so about an hour north of Green Bay, uh, and went to Wisconsin Whitewater um, and was there from 03 to 05. Um, and was fortunate enough to win a national championship there and then was drafted that year, which was my junior year, uh, by Tampa Bay. Um, and I was there for two years, and I was with the uh, the lovable Chicago Cubs for four years. So, Yeah, sorry about that. I know, I know. <laughs> you, don't you don't tell many people that, do you? Just say no, you played just, professional baseball. Be. Yep, yep, that's exactly it. What position did you play? Uh, so I went to college as a shortstop. I ended up being a, a pitcher. So, can you still throw uh, it a little bit? 
Yeah, so I've never had an injury, so I, I think I can still throw pretty good or probably above the average American at this point in time. Man, why don't you bring that to Milwaukee? And I'm, you better bring a lot of baseballs. I'm going to take you deep a bunch of times. Just see. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't even hit a softball in the church softball league anymore. So I'm totally <laughs> kidding, Greg. Talking smack with an ex. Major League Baseball pitcher. That's really smart of me, don't you think, Jake? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's in Madison. He's not coming all this way. Hey, let's talk about GRB Academy, Greg, and how this thing started and um, how long ago it started and, and what kind of the mission statement of this academy, what you guys believe in? Yeah, totally. So, you know, it, it was kind of and still is pretty grassroots where, um, you know, one of my first off seasons I had a nothing to do really other than work out and and a couple you know nine ten eleven year old baseball players in the area you know their dads asked about help them with hitting or pitching or fielding and it started that way in high school gyms uh we, we decided to run a, a charity camp for my high school in marinette uh ran some some camps out of watertown in jefferson wisconsin and really just kind of grew. And, and one winter, a guy said, uh, hey, you should you should take a bunch of teams down to Florida in February. And we did. Um, and then he, he said, hey, you should you should, you know, build your own program. People love to, you know, love the instruction and and uh, some of that. So we, we put out tryouts and it, it's kind of been overwhelming. I mean, that was 2000 and that would have been the, the fall or the fall of 2009 was our first tryouts. And. Uh, we went from you know six teams that first year to to where we are now. So, how many teams do you have now total? So we'll we'll have thirty three baseball teams between Madison and Milwaukee. Boy, that that's a ton, and and kind of the the mission statement of of who you guys are, and 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 yep. I can read what it says on the website. Uh, the mission of yep. GRB Academy, the race program, is to advance the skill sets of baseball and softball players by providing them with the best trainers and up-to-date innovative training methods. Yeah, a good mission statement, I, but from your heart, you know, let's talk a little bit about, about what you believe in. And Jake and I talked in the first segment. I, I want to know as a grandfather and as a parent, what do you need from, from let's say, a 10-year-old kid to be successful in your academy? So let's start with kind of, you know, the soul of, of what you want for kids and, and, and families yeah. that get involved with what you do? Yeah. I think, you know, GRB started as a place, you know, I think as serious as and as much as I love the game of baseball, and I think Jake feels the same way and, and all of our people here do, is we want to provide for families an atmosphere that, that matches the seriousness or the intensity or the love for the game of their kid. Um, because I think you find a lot of places that maybe don't. And so – you know, when you have a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, one, you want to teach that kid right. I think that's super important. But you also want that kid to have fun, really love the game of baseball, because as you get older, even throughout our program, as it gets more challenging when you get to high school, you know, we want our players to become really great high school baseball players because that's really like the pinnacle of most people's um, career right. is, is high school baseball. And then we, re you know, we, we change it where when you get to high school, you kind of reevaluate and try and create, you know, uh, an, an extended time period on people's career, which would be college baseball or professional baseball. So that's really, I mean, that's our thought of, 
kind of the step-by-step, like teach them to love the game. If they do, they'll have a chance because you really have to love the play in order to, to advance those levels. Yeah, I agree with that. Their website, and you can go to their website, some really good information on the website. It's grbacademy.com, grbacademy.com. And there's phone numbers, there's ways to reach out to these guys. Um, you'll get a feel for, for costs. You'll get a feel for you know some of the teams and tournaments. And, and there's a lot of information on that website, including some information on Jake and Greg, um, kind of their background and, and some of the things that, that they have accomplished through the game of baseball and looking to, to teach some of your kids. Jake, will you, will you take teams and, and coach them, or are you going to be a full-time instructor and in running the Milwaukee area? So I'll be doing um, – I'll basically have a hand in everything. So I'll be running every practice, class, camp, um, and then I, I will coach a team, yes. So. How, did, how did you and Greg meet? So uh, I've actually – I've heard of Greg for many, many years, but we never actually crossed paths. Um, and then one day out of the blue he called me and said, hey, we're uh, we're looking at um, extending to a Milwaukee location. Would you be interested in being the director? And, of course, I said, yeah. So we got to talking and – here I am now. Hey, hey, Greg, that was a good phone call from you. I mean, I'm just yeah. telling you, I've known him and his family a long time, and that was a really good phone call that you made because this kid, um, he works really hard, and he'll be a, a strong ambassador for you and and what you believe in in the Milwaukee area. And his his name is known around here, and he's known as a, as a kid that is a straight shooter. So that was a good phone call from you. That's good to hear, and, and, and I feel the same way. I, you know, I had heard great things about Jake, and um, I really think – so baseball is so much different in Milwaukee, meaning a lot of it has been parent-based, and a lot of programs have parents run their teams, and, and we've always had non-parent involvement is a big piece of what we do. And there generally needs to be, like, a figurehead who who is the point man who can, you know, somewhat lay down the law, manage – you know, there's, there's some issues in – in youth sports because because some people you know can't take the heat or parents get frustrated and and then there also has to be a good instructor and i think jake's gonna you know match all those in terms of you know people can come to him for for what they're looking for he'll give them good advice that's truthful and great training and those are three really big pieces of all this hey greg a question i like to ask people on this youth sports show and i'll tell you why it started this program started because I would get phone calls from people asking me about other programs. Hey, why yep. is the Franklin Youth Football Program so successful? Why is this baseball program? And I'd be like, why are you calling me? And they'd say, well, you, you know, you're you're the high school into you're this. And I'd go, why don't you call them? No, we can't do that. So I like to ask this question. What, Greg, what keeps you up at night when, when, you, when you're thinking about GRB Academy what what it, maybe it doesn't keep you up at night anymore, but what what used to keep you up at night um, when you started this company? Well, I, maybe the amount of work and communication. Um, yeah, but I mean, there, I mean, honestly, I mean, in order to do it right, I mean, parents and and you know, I handle a lot of the college recruiting, like some of the the information that has to be given out and some of the communication can be overwhelming at certain periods of the year, right? Like you're, when you're in the summer and college baseball is in full swing trying to recruit your players, you don't want to miss a call and you don't want to not call someone back because it's it's some of your players, you know, this is their opportunity or their chance. 
Um, and then like right now in the restarting moments of an organization where you restart in August, uh, just making sure all the information is out, making sure, you know, you have your team selected, people have information so they can play somewhere else if they didn't make your team. So there's never been really a worry, like something that makes me stay up panic wise, because I think we've done a thorough job and, and we're really, we stress being thorough in everything we do, but I just think it, it can be overwhelming, especially as we've grown. Hey, last question. How good uh, of a baseball player is Jaron Kendall? Jaron Kendall's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've had some really good players, and and Jaron's one of the you know the better ones to come through here. He obviously was the the fastest or second fastest person in the country that year out of high school. He threw the ball ninety five. He he will play in the big leagues. I think he's had a an okay year this year. He's he's had you know he's he swings and misses a little bit. Uh, but he's got some power from his frame. You know, him, a guy like Danny Jansen's in the big leagues for us right now, which is super cool. He just broke through. We've got some good ones. So No doubt. You know, he uh, that Jared Kendall, you, you're right. He's a first-round pick, and, and he was a guy that was talked about in some baseball shows in uh, this neck of the woods, and it was cool to see that, you know, on your website, he was he was a guy that came through. Uh, GRB. Yep. Let's get you a break. We're gonna. Can we hold you over for one more segment? Totally. Excellent. Totally. His uh, Greg Reinhardt. He is the uh, founder of GRB Academy. Jake Kolasinski. He's the director of operations for GRB Academy uh, here in Milwaukee. Go to uh, grbacademy.com for more information. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My special guest and kind of co-host, man, he's done this enough. He's Jake Kolasinski. He is the Director of Operations for GRB Academy. We're also joined by the founder. He is Greg Reinhardt. Uh, Greg, are you up in the Madison area then? Yeah, I'm actually in DeForest right now. Okay. Uh, at GRB um, but I, I live in Madison area. So, and Jake, where where here in this area are you guys doing your training? It's out of Next Level in Waukesha. Okay, so off of 164. So great facility. Yeah, they've been. It's a great facility and it, really good people to work with. Like yeah. Nick Hansen, who I work with, has just been. It's it's been a breath of fresh air working with them. T- top quality people over there. Tony McCudd and all those guys. Oh yeah, so. Brad Arnett and yeah, Kendra. Brad does. Yep. Man, it, it, Brad does a great job in the facility. Is it, it works out really well for you guys? Oh yeah, it works out great. What what does that facility does? There's a couple of things you can't do. But there's other options to do them, correct? Like, they don't have a full indoor facility. No, so they have um, – it's not exactly baseball-specific. Right. But there's plenty of space, so we can pretty much get everything done anyways because there's a there's a full football field with about 10 cages and a weight room and basketball courts and things and like that. Any any tryouts, any dates that we need to be aware of that, that if people, again, go to grbacademy.com uh, for more information – but are there anything anything coming up that you guys are doing here in the Milwaukee market that I need to promote? So we just ended um, our tryouts, so our teams are set um, for the 2019 summer. Um, but we do have full training throughout the year. So we have our pitching and catching camp on Wednesday nights um, starting next Wednesday. Okay. I believe there's still availability for that. Um, we have our hitting classes um, throughout September to March probably. Okay. 
And then we have um, fall baseball going on right now, so, so it's pretty packed. If somebody wants to to, to say, uh, listen, I've got three kids from my team and I want to get them involved in the hitting classes, they can come as a group, correct? They can if the availability is there, but most of the time we make it work out. So, okay. Yeah. Do you do individual stuff as well? We do, yeah. So I, um, I right now, uh, Tyler Froworth and myself are doing private lessons. Okay. Um, so Tyler's basically handling the pitching, and I'm doing catching, hitting, and fielding. So I, which is what I'm used to doing. Well, what happens if I want to learn how to steal bases? You're not the guy. No, I'm not the no, guy. No, I, 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 I bet you stole a base or two in your <laughs> life, but maybe not recently. Correct? Probably not. Hey, um, so the idea, Greg, of not having, um, do you not have parents at all be coaches of some of these teams? Yeah, I mean, you know, part of the the explanation with Jake when we first sat down was creating, you know, Milwaukee and and Madison as you know, we go out and hire, um, you know, young coaches, high school coaches, because um, we, we really don't want parent bias, right? Like kids can earn it on their merit um, and their performance. And, and I think that just creates and promotes better long-term life lessons of, of how this goes. Um, but, you know, we've had a lot of success hiring young kids who are finishing up their college career, probably aren't ready to be done playing baseball. Um, but they are. And so, you know, they can use this as a channel, um, you know, kind of for their love for the game. And we've had a lot of success with it. The the recruiting coordinator at Bradley started over here in Madison and worked his way into college baseball. Um, you know, we've had quite a few coaches move on to the college ranks from our program. So it's, it kind of works twofold. It takes young guys who are getting out of playing and becoming coaches, and it's been good for them. And it's it's a great connection point for young players because they've got a guy who just finished playing and and can really relate to him. Hey, I had a high school coach in uh, during. I do a, a high school baseball coaches show every other Saturday during the high school baseball season, and we okay. talked about hitters and we talked. We didn't specifically say any uh, any of you guys by name, but he made a comment. He said, "Look, I'm old school with this." And I think if you're a Division One player, you're going to be found. Yeah, you know what? And these things are great for you. They are phenomenal for you. It's it's. He said where I have a where I have a problem with places like yours, Greg. And I'm going to ask you the question: Is for the guys that are are Division Three, Division Two? Normally, he said a lot of Division Three kids. There's there's not scholarship money there, and they're spending a lot of money to come to these facilities, he said, and this is just my opinion, this was this high school coach, he said, I would tell the parents, you know what, get a personal trainer, get bigger, stronger, faster, because that's going to make you a better baseball player. If, if, the, if the kid is a Division three player and on the maybe on the cusp of maybe being Division two, he said, I, I just feel like they're spending a lot of money chasing a dream that they, they probably will not catch. And I'm wondering what your opinion is on that. Well, that's a hard one. Um, I'll say this is like, there's a lot of players who you probably aren't sure exactly if they're a division three, division two or division one player until the recruiting happens. So I understand when people say that, like, Oh, he was a division three player and he, you know, he spent all this money um, or he, you know, he traveled all over the country. There's a couple of things I'll say to that one. They probably got a lot better at our, at our Academy or at any Academy. Um, because they put in a lot more work than what would be given from, uh, you know, high school programs don't train all winter. It's just not a thing. 
Um, second piece is if you don't know if they're a Division One or Division Two or Division Three player until their performance on the field shows it, they almost have to go through the process and, and go through that recruiting process. Um, and the last thing is, is there's still something to be said uh, about meeting kids from other places, playing with other baseball players in the experience, um, because it will serve them benefit down the road. I, like when you get to college baseball, you should not be intimidated because you have been at Indianapolis and you have been in Nashville and Atlanta. And this is for, you know, our top team, or you've been down in Chicago, like the experience in the game of baseball is, is going to help you further yourself. I, I agree with all of those. Um, where, where I thought he was onto something is look, if, if, when he said parents are chasing this dream, if, if it truly is the parents chasing the dream for the kid, I think that there's where, where the disconnect is. I, yeah. You know, as as I've coached high school basketball for a long time, and I see it a lot. You know, I there's athletes walking all over the place that I wish were multi-sport athletes. They could be really good football players. They've got this dream of going to the NBA, and I say their parent, but he's five nine. He's right. five nine. Well, yeah, but he's really good. I said he's really good on this postage stamp that we live in. He's good in our conference, right. and he's pretty good in Southeast Wisconsin. But you have to understand, you know, start traveling around. He's 5'9", you know, that kind of <laughs> right. stuff. So I think it's important that the other stuff that you talked about, Greg, I think that these kids, um, you're right, they, they, they're they going to improve and they're going to love some of the lessons and the life lessons and the friends that they, they meet during all this stuff. Yep. I'm a little jaded because I'm not a big AAU basketball fan because I think yep. it's really, really hurt a lot of, of what's going on at the high school level. And yep. when kids would not play summer baseball because for their high school team, and yep. if they weren't a, a, a Division One kid, I, I just thought, boy, they're missing the boat. I really think yep. there's something that's to be said about playing with the guys you grew up with, playing for your school, your community, totally. and your family. You believe that? I, I agree with that. My dad was a Little League president, right? We, we've had a lot of in-depth conversations about why don't kids play little league? Why are they playing travel? We've had a lot of conversations and, and, you know, maybe, maybe some applause to the state of Wisconsin for finally getting it right. in The WIA by switching everyone to spring baseball, whether people want to hear that or not over in Milwaukee, it's going to allow kids not to have to make that decision. Like they shouldn't have to skip their high school season. That's why summer baseball was a challenge. Um, so I think the problem is actually going to get fixed because You'll either see one of two things happen. You'll see more travel teams grow in Milwaukee because there's going to be more kids available. Um, or you're going to see maybe Legion baseball or, or some different type of league be created because there's going to now be another 40 teams worth of kids that need to play somewhere in the summer. Yeah, I know that uh, one of the, the, the competitors of yours, and David Casey, who runs Milwaukee Baseball Academy, was on this baseball show, and, and he's addressing some of that. Um and there, there are some ideas that I know that they're thinking about to get some stuff done um, for that. And, and I'm sure that this is going to help uh, GRB Academy as well. Hey, Greg, we got to get to a break. I really appreciate your time. If there's anything that, uh, that, you could, that I could do for you guys, uh, talk to Jake. And, and uh, as you heard that first segment you were on, I'm a big fan of this young man. And he's going to do yeah. great, great things for you. And if there's some ways that, that we, can, uh, we can help each other, please let me know. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet. Uh, that's Greg Reinhardt again, uh, grbacademy.com. We're going to get to a break. Uh, Jake Kozinski is going to hang out one more segment. He's the Director of Operations 
for this company, grbacademy.com. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to Honor Flight 2018, presented by Great Midwest Bank and Marshfield Clinic Health System. Special thanks for participating sponsor support from Acura Brookfield and Boilermakers Local 107. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the Director of Operations. That sounds good, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. You got that on your business card? Uh, I'm still waiting for the business cards. We just ordered them. So. Come on, Greg. Get them going. He's Jake Kolosinski. <laughs> uh, GRB Academy. GRBacademy.com for more information. Did you ever think, um, you know, when you started uh, in high school and, and, and then through college that, that – this type of baseball academy, that these things would, would begin as big as they, they, they are now? I would never have thought this, no. Because it, it's really exploded since in the last five years, I would say. It's huge, the last five years. And it, it's I don't see any end in sight as far as like growth because, like for example, at our tryout. So I know GRB was an established program, so we expanded to Milwaukee. Our tryout numbers were huge. We had probably 350 to 400 kids tryout total. My goodness. Which is insane. But, For how many teams? Um, ten through sixteen. Okay, so six teams, seven teams, something like that. We have a couple. Yeah, we have a couple. Like our twelve-year-old level has two teams. Cause okay, and I then see. yep. So there's a few teams that we have. So you had to make cuts. We did a lot. We cut more kids than we took. That's for sure. That's hard. It's hard. How do How do you tell the kids? Uh, just via email. Okay. So yeah, that's hard. I know with basketball numbers are way different, but um. We always do it in person, okay. And it's a really difficult something. I don't like to do at all, um, but I do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's better for the kids. I had a guy one time. I, I I went and I was standing up for a wedding, and I went and got fitted and walked in. And the guy who was there said, uh, "Do you remember me?" I said, "No." He said, "You don't remember me?" I said, "No." He said, "You cut me at Dominican." I go, oh, this tux isn't going to fit, is it? <laughs> he goes, no, you know what you told me? You told me I was only trying out because I wanted to hang out with my buddies and that I should go wrestle. And I got really mad at you, and I yelled at you, and I stormed out, and I waited two days, and then I went and wrestled, and I got a Division two scholarship for wrestling, and it was the, the exact right move. Now, that doesn't happen a whole lot to me, <laughs> but that it was, he said, I just wanted to thank you because it changed my life. If you, if you would have kept me on that team like I asked you, None of this would have happened, and, and you know what? I'm doing this, and this is a part-time gig, but I'm doing this, this, and this, and and that worked out. The cutting part is hard. Do you do you um, these kids then are going to try to get better and try to come back next year? I would assume a lot of them do, yeah. So um, it's like a lot of them, if they don't make it, the the nice part is some parents will be like, okay, what does he need to work on? Right. Um, and I'll say, well, this might be what he needs to work on, um, because we take notes on every single player. What do you look for in those trials? I mean, what are you looking for? You obviously different. You're looking for kid infielders, outfielders, pitchers, catchers. But if you're looking for a kid, let's say an infielder, is there certain things that jump out at you? Yeah, I think athleticism is one. Like, for example, if he's a shortstop, how he moves, like how he moves around, is is really important. Um, body type is important too. Um, yeah, it's a mix of a lot of things, like how he carries himself, 
uh, his strength, his movements. When you can I get back to the first one? Yeah. What What do you mean by that? How he carries himself? Like, um, there'll be some kids who show up with their shirt untucked or with the eye black on, with you know where they pull it all over right. their face. And they look like they're in kiss kind right. of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So that that doesn't look great, or like they're half backwards. Um, but if they carry themselves in a respectful way, like an adult, that's like that goes so much farther than people think. Shortstop that picks it in the in the uh, in the hole makes a perfect throw to the first base, and the first baseman drops it, and the shortstop yells at the first baseman. Yeah, or or walks off the field with his head down. Right, Jake. Do you know how many kids in the basketball? I I've talked to kids forever about this. When a college coach comes to see you play, he already knows you can play. Yeah, he wouldn't make the trip if he didn't know. And why does he get there 20 minutes early? Do you think he's getting there to get a good seat and get popcorn? No. <laughs> he wants to see what you're like when you warm up. Are, do you interact with your teammates? Are you standing there talking to some girl? Are you sitting on the bench when your guys are warming up? When you when you get taken out, how do you react? Yep. When you when you get a foul call that you don't think is a foul, how do you react? When, when you make a great pass and the kid doesn't finish, how do you react? And they're like, no, they're just coming to see me play. And absolutely not. And you're telling me the same thing with GRB Academy. Yeah, so I I say that to our players all the time. When college coaches ask us our opinion, it's almost never baseball-related. It's it's how does he carry himself, you know, what's his diet like maybe, um, things like that. And, um, you know, it just doesn't look good when a kid will come back to the dugout and slam his helmet or whatever. And, you know, I, I've had a lot of good kids, like – there's two kids, George Hendricks and Nathan Heineck, I coach, that are at the youth level. Totally mild-mannered, totally act older than they are. I love those two kids. Like, that's how I kind of want these kids to be like, is like, grow up, carry yourself the right way, and everything else will take care take, of itself. And look, we we had uh, J.R. Blount come and talk to our basketball team. J.R. I coached at uh, Dominican. He's now coaching. Uh, he was at, uh, he played at Loyola. Yep. Um, he was at, at Drake. I think he's at Colorado State. And he came in and talked to our guys. He said, look, and he talked about just this. And he said, if you're 6'9", I can look past some of that stuff. But I don't see a 6'9 kid here. And there's very few throughout the country that can play. And you know what? You're 6'9", 6'10". Coaches might be, uh, you know, look the other way in some of that. But 6'6", to 5'8", man, you're a dime a dozen. Yeah. A dime a dozen. Get good grades. Carry yourself well. When I come to watch you play and practice, play hard. Practice hard. Be respectful to your coaches, to your teammates, and your family. Yep. And I can tell you that we had kids rolling their eyes. <laughs> this guy's the leading scorer at Loyola. This guy, he said, look, it's a $200,000 date. I make, I bring you in. It's fifty grand a year. Yeah. I've got, I can't be wrong. i got to hit this thing right. So, you, uh, man, you look happy. I do. I am very you, happy. You're excited about this. Yeah, really excited. What keeps you at night, up at night on this thing? Um, I don't think a whole lot. I think the structure of GRB has been so great that everyone has a role, and everyone takes care of their role, and it, it works really well, and it's a well-oiled machine. So we, we, we communicate all the time. I talk to Greg pretty much every day, and everything's been really good so far. And it sounds like the feedback we've been gotten – have been getting is is really good so we're excited about that it's really important that, right this early stages of the milwaukee part or, or at next level that that you know could, because one somebody tells one thing that oh, i hated it out there because they didn't do well that'll get to another 50 100 people so yeah hey good luck it's really good to see you say hi to your mom and dad for me i will, I will. yeah grbacademy.com grbacademy.com 
Jake Kolosinski is the director of operations. Um, man, uh, the other – look, I just think if you get a chance to go out and hang out with these guys, um, Tyler Froworth, you know the names. You know, these are names from this area that uh, you've either read about or, you know, heard us talk about. Now you can have your son, um, you know, go out and take lessons from these guys. And I would recommend going to that website. And if nothing else, give Jake a call and find out how he can help your son be a better baseball player. Hey, it's good to see you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, you got it. GRBacademy.com. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.